When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Uh, I mentioned the uh, Edmonton Stingers have a game coming up tonight at the Expo Center against the Calgary Surge. That is at 7.30. It's on TSN 4, and I believe they might have sold it out as well. So uh, good stuff there. The last time the Surge were here, th- that was the game I talked about a lot, and it inspired a guest because we had Nick Elam on the show, the inventor of the Elam ending. The Stingers had a 16-point lead going into the Elam time, the target time, and they lost. Biggest Elam comeback in the history of the league. So anyway, that's coming up in uh, half an hour. Blue Jays, White Sox in a rain delay. So I'm not sure what Cam Moon is watching because he usually watches Blue Jays. But you you have like every baseball game. Don't you have like a private Mooner camera into every baseball stadium? I got the Yankees and the Orioles going right now. What channel is that on? I don't I got, know. What do I have? Oh, there it is. I, I I got some Red Sox game on. Okay, I'll switch to the same game. So if something happens, we can talk I don't about know. it. It's I, in I, a I'm commercial. pretty sure I have a. I'm pretty sure I have a baseball problem. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure. You watch? Uh, how many baseball games do you watch a year? Like three hundred? I don't know. <laughs> as many as I can take in. You watch a lot. And I you're, do. Are you comfortable? And Riverhawks. And I go to Riverhawks. And you go to Riverhawks. You were there on Canada Day, right? Yeah, Friday, I was there Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. And do you, do you I don't know if you're comfortable sharing. Do you, are you comfortable sharing what your son does? Oh, yeah, yeah. He plays baseball in Sweden. He's in Stockholm. So the Swedish players come here to play hockey, and the Canadian guys go there to play baseball. Well, there aren't many Canadian guys there playing okay. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> do, they have imp- rare few. do they have import rules in the Swedish Baseball League? Yeah, they do, but they're pretty shifty. <laughs> and most, to be fair, most of the imports are Americans. There aren't many Canadians over there. My son's one of the few Canadians. But still, I mean, he's got to be enjoying the experience. You get to live in Europe for maybe a couple of years, maybe six or seven if it turns into something. Not a bad yeah, way well, to spend your 20s. He's done an amazing job of staving off adulthood. And, and I have to commend him on his efforts because he's worked very hard at doing it and has, I think, effectively done it. Well, he's got a good role model. <laughs> True. That's, you know, I think we would both fall into that category for. for yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Guilty as charged, friend. Uh, I was having some fun with Dave Campbell because he's in Regina. Yeah. And I asked about Trafon's Pizza, where I went to with my parents 40 years ago when we were driving to Ontario. You obviously, I hope you don't mind. I still ask you some dub stuff. Like I know you're a few I years removed, it. but it's you spent all that time on the buses. Uh, best pizza joint on the WHL circuit. Oh, are you seriously? You're, you're asking me this right now. It's yes. not even close. It's not even close. 
the mad Greek in Moose Jaw. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, don't get, like, the pizza's ridiculous, but they do these riblets that are, oh, oh. Like, we would play in Moose Jaw, and I'd want them to run the clock in the third period so we could get to the mad Greek. Oh, that was post-game. It wasn't pre-game. Yeah. Okay. No, post-game. Post-game. So yeah. what made it so good? Everything. The pizza was good. The riblets were good. The Greek salad was good. It was incredibly good. The, and not a real big place. Small place. Um, absolutely amazing. We, I think uh, there's a bunch of WHL teams that still go there. I know they support the, the Moose Jaw Warriors, so they're like a sponsor of the team. But uh, they do a great job, and the food was amazing. So the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw, like, for everything. Like, the pizza was incredible, but everything about it was absolute top shelf. I just Googled, there's also a Mad Greek in Olds, but I don't know if they're connected. Probably uh, not. I don't it's think probably so. just no, the same. I I, it's so. not a chain. <laughs> it's what no, you're saying. it isn't. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. The, the Mad Greek in Moose Jaw. Another place for me to go. Another thing yes. on the checklist to achieve. Thanks, Booter. That's good. Uh, development camp. Uh, we're going to have I, – I talked to uh, – yesterday I had my interview with Jake Chase on. Really mm-hmm. interesting story, including I asked him about he had some teammates stopping a guy from jumping off a bridge while he was in Brandon. Yeah. Pretty amazing story. And then yeah. he was on the Saskatoon team that came back from 2 nothing down and then 3 nothing down in yeah. different rounds in the WHL playoffs. I got an interview with Will Zapernick coming up a little bit later on from the University of Vermont. I know you were very happy to see Jaden Gruby at camp. Oh, I really was. Um, Jaden, I, I was happy when this deal came down in that I watched Jaden Groove. I watched him play before he even got into the WHL. I remember when he was part of Team Alberta when the Canada Winter Games were in Red Deer. So he'd have been 15. He was a part of that team. And by that point, was already a first-round pick of Red Deer. And and he was very good in that event. And then uh, he was there as a 16-year-old before I came here. But I've watched him the last three seasons when, when Red Deer has played the Oil Kings. And has, I, I have watched his development, and I've talked to people about his development. And I know that he's ready to be a pro, and I would expect that he'll play in Bakersfield this year. Although he's a 20-year-old, and I guess theoretically could still play another year of junior, although I don't see that happening. But he's a, there's not many guys that wear the C in the WHL at 17. And Jaden Groob is one of those guys that has. And there's a reason, because he's a, he's a mature player, a mature person, has leadership qualities, and, and plays the game hard. And I watched you know, the last, uh, last three days at development camp, and everything that I've seen there from him is everything that I would expect from him. And he's a guy that has an opportunity that uh, somewhere down the road could be an NHL guy. He's got good size. He's the right shot. Plays the middle. Uh, somewhere down the line, you know, might be a guy that plays at the at the uh, National Hockey League level. So, for the Oilers to give up a fifth round pick to get a guy that can step right into your system right away, and he doesn't have to play more years of junior before he's eligible to play pro. What I mean, he can just step right in this fall, which I'm sure he will. To me, I think that's a great that's a great gamble. Mooner, it's a really different vibe at development camp. In development camp in 2015, the, pardon me, the Oilers had just drafted a young man by the name of Connor McDavid. The development camp was at Rexall Place. 
and several thousand people came to watch the first session and uh, were cheering when they were just skating around, warming up, shooting pucks into an empty net. It wasn't even a drill. It was just the skate. Who's coming to get you? What is going on? Where are you? You, you know I live downtown. Well, I, you're like several floors up. Hey, sometimes there's a siren. There's activity downtown. We got Booner on the scene. Okay. I'm on the scene. That's, that's, ex that's exactly Mooner's dream, speaking of needing to grow up. Yeah, I'll chase crime around the city. That's great. Yeah. Uh, okay. What was I talking about? So it, it's changed a lot over the years because these development camps used to feature Oscar Clefbaum, Ryan Dugan Hopkins, Darnell Nurse, Leo Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid. I mean, even more recently, you know, Bouchard and, and guys like that. And now, this year, you got Bo Akey, a second-round pick, who's talking about improving going back to junior next year. So certainly the uh, the tone of the, the camp has, uh, has changed here. Yeah, that's it's just the, the place where the Oilers are in their cycle. They're a team that is right on the cusp of being a Stanley Cup champion. They're right in the mix of the best teams, as we saw throughout this season, as we saw in the playoffs. I mean, they're not far off. But when you're at that point of your cycle, you're not going to have a development camp that is riddled with first-round picks and, and incredibly highly touted players coming out of junior college. So it's just the, it's just the nature of the beast at this time where the Oilers are right now. So that's how it is. These, the, the players that we've been watching the last few days, uh, you know, with the exception of maybe Xavier Borgo, who's probably closer than most, mm -hmm. um, they're they're years away from being potential NHL players. But that's that's how it goes when your team's right near the top. So that's good. That's a good thing, Reed. Uh, yeah, certainly. Uh, like I said, different than in in past years. Yeah. Cam Moon joining us tonight on Insights Sports. Are you are you uh, doing some broadcasting for us the next couple of days, or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I'll be in. I'll be in tomorrow with Stoff, and then I'll be in with Escott on Friday for Oilers now. Yes. Oh, good. And I, I will be actively and and incredibly interested to watch the Elks game tomorrow night. I well, I I'll be more interested if they hang in there. <laughs> let's, gonna. let's face it. I can feel it. I hope I so. Feel it. I mean, I Can't hope start. so. Well, it's going to start 0-0. Zero, zero. I know that much. Well, I was saying but, that to Chelsea this afternoon. As much as you feel when you've watched them lose some of these games, you start to feel, at least I did. I won't speak for you. You start to feel a little hopeless. But uh, the next game is 0-0. Zero, zero. I'm not sure who the Riders are yet, and they're pretty banged yeah. up. So, you know, go get I have seen stranger things than a, than a bad CFL team winning a game or two. Well, exactly. So, hey, why why not the Elks? Why not? Why not? Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Hopefully, hopefully the next week at home against the, the Tiger Cats because yeah. a home win would do us all a lot of good because well, I swear they're taking years off my life. I know. Right well, now. it starts yeah. tomorrow. As I've been saying, I don't, I, I'm at the point where I don't care where they win. Just start with one somewhere. True, okay. true, yes. We have another off-topic topic going tonight besides pizza. You probably heard oh. what it was. Well, uh, I've been listening, yeah. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> do we need it? Will you see it? Well, we definitely, I don't think we need it. I really don't. <laughs> but at some point, I probably will see it. And I'm going to come in, into it with probably very low expectations. So if it's anywhere near decent, I'll be 
entertained. But like, what's 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 Harrison Ford now? Like, what's he turns eighty-one he, next week? We looked this up geez. yesterday. Yes. Well, I don't know that we need him running all over creation for finding things and stuff at that age, do we? <laughs> yeah, I can just see he turns 81 on July 13th. This is Mooner in the script meeting. Is there a younger archaeologist we could send like, out? Or, like, yes. can, we, can we get somebody that, like... like yeah. Maybe Harrison, maybe Indiana Jones is the boss of the younger archaeologist and kind of tells him over the phone what to do. Is that the stretch? Or... Like, how far <laughs> up is his pants creeping up in this one? Like, are they just up under his armpits? What's yeah. going on? Yeah, you would, you would have him as a, a mentor to a younger archaeologist who would phone him every day, and the, the movie would be called Indiana Jones and the Telephone of Advice. That's what it would be called. That sounds better to me, yes. Yes, I would go for that. That's got a chance. Mooner, I love having you on the show, and uh, you're going to sound great on Ched the next couple of days. Enjoy the rest of your baseball-watching evening, and I'm, uh, I'm sure we will see each other very soon. Oh, we will. Okay, thanks for having me on. <laughs> that is Cam Moon, play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Oilers on 630 Chet and the Oilers Radio Network. He handles most of the action. Jack uh, Jack Michaels still does a few games when he's not on television. I love having Cam Moon on the show. The Mad Greek in Moose Jaw. He says, best pizza on the WHL circuit. I wonder if anybody's been to the Mad Greek in Moose Jaw. That's, that's pretty good. 780-496-0063. We will still... Get to my chat with uh, Will Zapernick at Oilers Development Camp. Tim Anger from Football Alberta is going to be on the show. It's Inside Sports on Chet. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. you tuning in tonight Elks in this time slot tomorrow 5:30 for the countdown to kickoff Elks at Rough Riders game will start at 7 the week ahead here in the uh, CFL Friday night's going to be Calgary at Winnipeg Winnipeg 3 and 1 Calgary 1 and 2 Saturday Ottawa at Hamilton Ottawa is 1 and 2 Hamilton is 0 and 3 and then Montreal and BC on Sunday uh Toronto is uh, is Toronto on a bye didn't Toronto already have a bye I think they had a buy in week one, and now they're on a buy again. Anyway, I think you got, th- I, in my opinion, so take that for what it's worth, there are three tiers of teams in the CFL. You got BC, Winnipeg, and Toronto. Maybe Toronto's the best. I still think it might be BC, even though they lost to Toronto. I think in the middle, in some order, you got Calgary, Saskatchewan, and Montreal. And then in the bottom tier, uh, you have Ottawa, Hamilton, and Edmonton. And uh, it could be... 0-5 Edmonton and 0-4 Hamilton next week at Commonwealth, depending how this week plays out. We'll see. 780-496-0063. Derek Scott down the hallway in the control room. First of all, good to have you tuning in tonight. Or good to have you working tonight, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Reed. I'm glad to be here. Uh, what do we have coming in? All right, well, since you're talking Elks, let's uh, let's stick with that. Hey, Reed, to quote the Stampeder song, hit the road, Jack. You really bummed me out, Cornelius. I haven't been this bummed out since 1975, man. Oh, by the way, go Riders. We live among you. Gordon. Rider fans always enjoy flexing their muscles. Yes, they do. Uh, was that were those all lyrics to the song? I don't know the entire song. A few words, anyway. <laughs> the hit the road, Jack. Part I understand. In uh, 1975, Edmonton went 12 and four. Saskatchewan went 10 five and one. 
Edmonton beat Saskatchewan in the West Final. Oh, that was the year they beat Montreal 9-8 in the Grey Cup. Oh, boy. Yeah. High-scoring game. Yeah. A lot of right. Like, sometimes I, 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 look, sometimes I troll Ryder fans because why not? But they, they're great. I mean, they're they're Solid loyal. fan base. And, and, and I, I'm not saying I'm not sure about them this year to pick on them or because I think the Elks are going to win tomorrow because I think the Riders are and should be the favorites in the game. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I think the Riders are in a middle tier in the league. Uh, I, I don't know how they're going to fare against BC when they play them. I don't know how they're going to fare against Toronto when they play them. Winnipeg already beat them. Not easily, but they handled them, you know, so... They kind of maybe maybe it's going to be between Cal unless the Elks get it going, which is a big if. I, I think it might be between Calgary and Saskatchewan for third in the West. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, another one here. Uh, I've watched a lot of CFL games this year, and only the Elks are so consistently incompetent on offense. Other teams with bad offense are at least able to score occasionally and make entertaining plays while the Elks try the same plays over and over. I guess Chris Jones values his friendship with Stephen McAdoo more than he does winning games. It makes me sad. Nothing will change as long as McAdoo with the offense is the offensive coordinator, Richard. Well, we've talked about McAdoo on this show, well, a lot. Even going back to he was here in 14 and 15. I, I'm not always a huge fan of how he calls a game or the schemes that he has. Uh, and and I, the one part of that text that I would concur with the most is that they just can't do anything some nights. And, mm-hmm. and how much of that is talent and how much of that is the play calling? Yes, the quarterback play has been anywhere between below average to poor for most of the season. The O-line has been below average. But I've been watching CFL and football in general, well, all my life. I love watching football. I'm not going to say I have a a thorough technical knowledge of all the play calling and all the schemes, but I do understand the outcomes of plays. And there have been some teams with – you know, poor offenses, whether it's quarterback, offensive line, or combination, or whatever, that can still move the ball and score occasionally. And I believe in the CFL, you should, even if you don't have a very good offense, you should still be able to get into the teens. You know, you should Absolutely. still be able to hit a couple plays or find somebody open. And I watched BC and Toronto, which are are better teams. And Vernon Adams is quite an experienced quarterback at this point. Kelly is still relatively new, but they're running plays they're running with tempo they're you know a quick fake one way and then a pass to a guy in stride the other way a lot of as much as i complain about the elks throwing short passes a lot of teams throw short passes in the cfl but they throw passes to guys who are going full speed they don't throw passes to receivers who run four yards down the field and turn around and stop yeah uh, you know, so that's that's what frustrates me with the Elks is it's it, it, it's fine if you want to dink, dink and dunk, but you better have a way to get yards after the guy catches the ball. And if he's if he's stationary, that's not going to happen. And th- that's what I find frustrating. It, it you know, of course, losing sucks. If, if, you know, if it's 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 frustrating. It's gone on for several seasons, but. It's possible to move the ball and score and at least put pressure on a defense, even if you're not very good. There are ways to do that, and I think that starts with coaching and play calling. 
but I, again, I don't know if McAdoo is going anywhere at this point. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six eight. Do we have time for another one, or do you want to do one later? Uh, let's do some later. We got a few long ones, so I don't think we'll have time right now. We'll get back to it. Okay. Well, I appreciate that people are participating, though. That's uh, that's good stuff. Fi- final day of development camp for the Oilers, by the way, at the downtown community arena tomorrow. And uh, Elks are on this station, 5.30 for the countdown to kickoff and game at 7. Big weekend ahead for Football Alberta. Tim Angers, the executive director, he will tell the story when we get back. 